Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. So if you missed last week's episode, you are going to want to stop playing this episode and go listen to last week's because it provides you the first area of focus when it comes to growth in parenting. So pause this, go listen to that first episode. If you listen to last week's, we're going to continue the discussion. So let's dive into this information today. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. I want to go on to the second key focus area when it comes to growth and parenting. It is this area of unconditional love. It's having limitless love that's full of compassion. Unconditional love truly means that love is not subject to any conditions. There is no limits, no conditions that you are putting on your child or children in order for them to know they are loved by you. My husband and I often tell our children that there's nothing that they could do that we would withdraw love. Now, does that mean that we're perfect? No. Does that mean when mom and dad, when we're upset that they don't get to see that anger or frustration or annoyance? Yeah, my kids have experienced that with me. My kids know how to repair relationships because I do that regularly. What does that mean? It means when I make a mistake, when I allow my human nature to take over and the upset to get bigger, and I don't show up in a way that shows that love, then I make the repair in the relationship. I go to my child and I will share with them, I was wrong. I shouldn't have raised my voice. I shouldn't have been that upset. I was, and I was wrong. Because at the end of the day, whatever the issue or concern was, isn't more important than you being loved. Even though I was mad, that doesn't mean love was taken away from you. It means I was having a human moment, right? And so I'm constantly repairing relationships as I need to. It is showing that they are unconditionally loved even when, I'm going to say the word again, when They make mistakes because mistakes will happen. They will make mistakes. I've made plenty of mistakes in my life and I still do to this day. It's not about being perfect. It's about progress. And so when we make mistakes, own them, own your part, do the repair work to build relationship and rapport. My kids know I'm not perfect. Each and every one of them know this, and they know that they're loved. I want to reiterate that what your children did, whatever it is that they did, 
is not who they are. This is so important. And I promise this applies to any aspect of relationships that you have. What someone does or doesn't do is not who they are. What you did more often than not, that default human brain and taking action. And who we all are is that spiritual being within us, the child of God within each and every one of us. And the reality of this human experience, you guys, is to have learning experiences. Sometimes you've heard me call them hardships, trials, tribulations, things that we go through. It's, it's the hard of life. And what this all boils down to is a learning experience. I want my children to have lots of them. I want to experience lots of them with them because then I can be a resource to them as I'm building relationship with them. Here's another thing to really hone in. Mistakes don't define you. Regardless of what your human brain is going to offer, because it does often, anytime I raise my voice at my kids, I get the thought, oh, I shouldn't have done that right there. I'm putting on the guilt and the shame of an action I did. And I'm always responding back with, well, maybe, and maybe not, because the reality is I did do it. And so I can't go back and redo, but I can repair that relationship. Here's another thing. Your children's diagnosis or labels don't define them. You are not defined by your diagnosis. You're not defined by the labels that you have. Now, you may approach things differently, and that's okay. I'm always looking at how I can handle different situations and circumstances differently based on the child I'm interacting with. I may need to identify new skills or strategies to better support their unique needs. Totally available to me. Sometimes I got to get more curious about a situation. At the end of the day, unconditional love is what every human being needs. There is so much inner dialogue that goes on where we've made the mistake or we've done what we define as wrong that goes on within that makes us feel bad. I have children that I hear often, oh, I'm just not good at this. I'm not good at math. I'm not good at memorization. I'm not good at this. Like, I'm just not this. And that might just mean sometimes we need to put forth more effort or take different approaches. All of it is possible to overcome when you're willing to try and try again. Every mistake, every mistake that we have is an opportunity for growth, for learning, for overcoming, and to try again. I promise. So this is the third item, the third focus area for growth in parenting. And I think that this is a really important one. All of them are important. From honor to unconditional love, and this third one, which is all about teaching. And I'm going to share something with you guys that I try to live by as honestly as I possibly can. And that is whatever it is I'm teaching my children, I make sure to model it. I model what it is that I'm teaching. When I'm cleaning, when I'm teaching my children how to clean and organize, I'm modeling it for them in the way that I do things. I'm not just telling them to do something and doing things differently. And I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. 
But when it comes to teaching, it is so important to make sure that you set clear family standards and rules as necessary. And to disclose what those associated consequences are if they decide that they don't want to follow the rules. Because it happens all the time. We make decisions contrary. Be honest with yourself. How many of you guys follow the speed limit? When the speed limit sign is 45, you're going that speed. Or are you going 55? Or are you going 40? Because you want to play it more safe. Like, what is it for you? I, My husband and I are definitely different drivers, and he is one that likes to drive the flow of traffic. I am one that likes to follow the posted signs. And so I'm okay with people passing me. And that's okay. We're different. Not my way is better than his way. It's just that we're different in how we do this. Same thing here. You lay out the rules and then you have choices. People make choices. Am I going to follow it? Am I not? Do I get a speeding ticket or do I don't? Right? Empower your children with choices by setting clear standards and rules in your home. I believe we all have had the ultimate example of parenting. And that is heavenly parents that have modeled how to parent the children they love, each and every one of us. The approach that I've learned and discovered through my own studies is around providing the path, the rules, the commandments for what will equate to a happy life and allow you to return and be with them. Okay. So they provide the path. These are the rules. When I say path, I'm talking about the rules or the commandments that they set out that will give you the happiest life. And then they allow agency. They allow and honor your ability to choose, to make decisions. And along the way, we make mistakes. We fall short. We chose a path that doesn't serve us, whatever it is. And they provided a way for us to come back from the life experiences that may have taken us off the path. That's it right there, you guys. They don't sit there and go, ah, why did you do that? You know better. I've told you at least 10 times, 20 times. I can't tell you how many times. I can't even count the number of times I've told you that this is going to not make you feel good in the end. You're not going to really have happiness if you make these choices. They don't do that. They're there. They see beyond the human side of us. They look beyond and into that inherent divine nature that we all have. And they provided that means of coming back to them through the atonement of Jesus Christ. You guys, it's such a beautiful thing. They give us the rules to have the best quality of life here. They're very clear in those rules and honor your agency to choose and give away, not plan B. It's not the backup plan, right? If if you can't be perfect, because none of us are. It was part of the plan to have a way to return to them when we fall short, when we need a comeback from life experiences and choices that we've made. It is such a beautiful thing. So I really try to look towards them in my own parenting. Am I allowing my children to make choices? Am I allowing them to learn from life experiences? Am I allowing them to experience the failure of whatever it is that they're setting out and being there to support and provide that unconditional love? 
such a beautiful way to parent. Here's the thing. It is so important for us to be the example of those standards and rules. We need to model it. This is not a do what I say, not what I do approach. That is not going to build rapport and respect and trust in relationship. We have to be willing to do what we're wanting our children to do. It's not just good for them. It's good for all of us. How are we modeling it? Here's the other thing when it comes to teaching. We need to drop the need for control. You guys, it's an illusion anyway. Be honest with yourself. Do you really believe you can control your children or another human being for that matter? Do you really think you can? I know I can't. I have children that make choices contrary all the time to what I would hope or want or desire for them to do. And I love them. And they get to experience things. And they get to learn and grow from their life experiences. All of it. I raise my hand and sign up for all of it. The beautiful thing about this teaching through modeling, setting those clear rules and standards for your family, is you can share when you are disappointed, when you have disappointment from some of the actions or decisions that they made from love. It's not the shame. It's not the guilt. It's not the, you should have known better. I've taught you better than this. It's not that. Not that. That's not going to ever serve. But you can say, wow, I was really disappointed that that was the choice. And I know you're going to figure this out and bounce back. I know you're going to overcome whatever you need to in this experience. And I love you. And I'm here for you, no matter what. Celebrate their wins. Not, oh, you're so amazing. You got A's. I'm talking about celebrate the wins given their effort and work. I have a daughter that is going through final exams who has put forth lots of hours and effort studying, filling out study guides, reviewing, reading, going to tutoring with different teachers if she's struggling to understand a concept. Like that is a person who's taking ownership of their grades. Not me. I've passed the grades she's in before. This is her experience and her time. What kind of student does she want to be? She really works at her grades. And when she's fallen short, we're reflective like, okay, this was the letter grade on this test. We got to see. Did you give it your all? And when she says yes, it's something to be celebrated. When she says, well, no, I probably could have done more. All of us could probably do more. So when that's the case, then let's learn from it. What do you want to do next time? Because there's always going to be another test, right? This is what I'm talking about. This is building relationship in parenting. This provides you an opportunity of growth. All of this, you are growing as you continue to work on honoring your children. You are growing as you continue to show up with unconditional love, even when you don't agree or you don't approve of their actions. You are growing as you are teaching and modeling what it is that your standards and rules are for your family. All of this provides an opportunity of growth when it comes to building relationship in our parenting. 
The doors are now open in my group coaching program, Enlightened Relationship Academy. It is a monthly membership that if you are interested in taking your life and relationships to the next level, to really implement what you're learning on this podcast, to get into the specifics of your life and really build rapport in your relationships, now is the time to join. Go check it out at lindsaykporter.com forward slash E-R-A. Who is your relationship coach? If you don't have one, I would be honored to be your coach. I created a virtual program called Enlightened Relationships Academy that I would like to invite you to join me in, where we address challenges work on your goals, and together create the life and the relationships you desire. When you are ready to take what you are learning on this podcast to the next level, then come check out Enlightened Relationships Academy at lindsaykporter.com forward slash E-R-A.